Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. The first thing I want you to know is that I see you and I hear you. I see the struggles. There's hope. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is, whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children, I got you, girl. I'm your new bestie. I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence in coffee. Hello, beautiful people. I'm so excited to talk to you today, and I'm coming as I am, because let me be real with you, okay? What I didn't anticipate, okay, is that with this video, and if you're listening through just regular podcast, hello, how are you? I didn't anticipate that I was going to have to get dressed every day. Hashtag mom life. Hashtag just don't like to get dressed. This is dressed, by the way. This is so cute. I got this from American Eagle the other day. Okay. Anyways, I'm super excited about what we're going to talk about today. How many of us know that in our 20s and our 30s or when we start having kids or when we start getting married, it is super difficult to find friends. It is super hard because not only is our life busy? And not only did we just go through a pandemic, but also like we are in this place where it's like, how do you even start a conversation? And in particular, Christian friends, like how do we know we can feel safe with them when we're struggling in life? Right. But we want those honest, authentic people are people that are not only going to be with us in the hard times, but also be with us in the good times. And I actually created a guide after all the research and all the experience. And I just moved. So I'm actually rebuilding my tribe, (laughs) finding my people and I'm doing an okay job. But how many of us, like I created a guide about finding your tribe and we really do need people. Like, I think that we've become so isolated that we have become accustomed to it. And so what is good, healthy, like boundaries and what is just too excessive and just not letting anybody help us and not inviting people into our lives, like our real lives, who can we feel safe with? How do we find those people? And I find it super, you know, when you're a kid, it's like, you just go up to people and you're like, Hey, do you want to be my friend? (laughs) And if you were to do that as an adult, it would be weird right? It would be like, yeah, this person's a weirdo. It's, it's funny because I'm, you know, readjusting, restarting my life in a whole new state. And so I'm trying to find those people again. And I trust God to find those people. But what I have learned is that relationships, like any relationships, like we put like an emphasis on just marriage and marriage being that, you know, that's a lot of work. That's well, friendships are a lot of work. They really are like, especially at our age, like we have, you have to put work in. Like, it's not like when we didn't have kids and we weren't married and we didn't want to live this really good life. Like it, you know, in this very judgmental world, like we don't, it just doesn't come naturally like anymore. Right. You have to work. You have to really, truly like step out. 
be yourself, but be uncomfortable to like meet your people, to find your people. You have to get out of your comfort zone. And I know the struggle, trust me. But once you do it, every time I've went out with my friend, I loved it. The dread was coming and getting ready and having to drive. And that's me and anywhere on like, I'm getting better about that. But that's just the season of life that we're in. You know, we're like constantly giving ourselves to our kids and our uh, spouses. And we're not truly like, at that point, we're like done, right? We're, we're cooking and we're cleaning and we're doing all the things and we're running businesses. And, you know, the last thing we want to do, or maybe you're like me. And I actually like, help a lot of people. And so for me, the last thing I want to do is talk to other people. I totally get it. But once I go out, like once I do it, I love it. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to find, we're going to, I'm going to share six ways for you to find Christian friends. So if you're not driving, please stay safe. If you are, look at the road, use your brain, listen to it later and write this down. But if you are like doing the dishes or you are running around the house or chasing kids or sitting outside, whatever it is, walking your dog. I want you at some point to jot these down or just like maybe make a brain note. (laughs) I know brain notes are like so unreliable. So there's a quote that's actually been stuck rolling around inside of my head ever since I first heard it. It's by a motivational speaker, Jim Ron, and it says, and I found this in actual blog post and I stinking loved it. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Of course, that's what the Bible has been saying for years. Hear me out. In verses like Proverbs 13, 20, which states, walk with the wise and become wise. For a companion of fools suffers harm in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, which states, do not be missled, bad company corrupts good character. So not only are we having to find friends in our age, which is hard, but we're finding we need to find good Christian friends because that really does matter. It really does. So let me ask you this. Who are the five people that you spend the most time with? And furthermore, what are they like? Think about that for a minute. What are they like? Are they strong Christians, completely devoted to following God, no matter the cost? Are they pretty lukewarm Christians? You know, they're like, yeah, you know, or do they dabble in their faith? Like, yeah, I believe in Jesus and they live these crazy lifestyles. Do they have strong godly marriages and encourage you to do the same? Or are they genuinely disrespectful, discontent, and selfish? Do they talk bad about their spouse to you? And I'm not talking about like we joke about men in general. Like I'll get with my girlfriend. I'll be like, oh, you know how they are. We laugh it off. But in just a very disrespectful, like complaining about your spouse kind of way. How do they raise their children? Are they kind, loving parents? I mean, I'm not talking about putting the dry shampoo on and, and having a moment because we all have moments and that's when we apologize and it's beautiful for our kids to see that ADD, whatever. But I'm talking about like, at the end of the day, we want to be our best. So how are they raising their children, right? What are they exposing their children to? Do they teach their children about faith and prayer and do they go to church? 
or do they just allow them to believe in whatever they want to say whatever they want? Are the kids disrespectful? That's another thing to look at. I did a podcast episode about how to raise likable children because it matters. You want your kids to be respectful at other people's houses. That's another skill they're going to take with them for the rest of their lives. So how are their kids acting? Are their kids out of control? Are they super emotionally unstable, aggressive? Those are things to think about. And understand this is a broad circumstance. I'm not talking about like children with nonverbal or learning disabilities or a single parent. I was a single parent. I had a nonverbal child and he was super aggressive. I just remember just being so overwhelmed when I tried to go anywhere, like even to church or the store. I was so scared to take him anywhere because I was so like, it was so unpredictable. And so I would expect to that grace and I would want to give that grace. So let's not let our brains go to offense immediately. Just hear what I'm saying. Okay. I totally get that no one is perfect. We all have room for improvement and you definitely don't need to go ditch all your friends just because they aren't up to your standards. You definitely need Christian friends and here we go. Here we go. Non-Christian friends in your life. And you're probably like, what? Yes. Yes. But just thinking of the people you spend the most time with, like your real close people, I like to put it like this. Like I made a TikTok about like how we have certain types of circles. Like I have social media, which is an outer circle. And then I have another circle who I call acquaintances. And maybe those are like people that I talk to at the store, whatever. And then I have like, you know, another circle of people who... I may like talk to you on the phone or reach out to them or hang out with them. And then I have my really close people, my husband, my kids. So who do you spend the most time with? I think a majority of us would say our husband, our kids, you know, so that's kind of hard to decipher, but beyond that, what are they like? Like, let's say beyond that, like who are some super close people? How are they influencing you? Are they for you? Do they cut you down? Do you feel this weird, like you need their approval kind of thing. You know, just it's something to think about. Choosing friends on purpose is important. So a few years ago, um, when I when I heard the quote, I and I dealt, I was dealing with some things with some friends, and I had a decision to make because of how tension and everything got really weird. I had to evaluate who were the people. I spent around and how were they bringing value in my life? If they were bringing value in my life, what did we like to do together? What did we talk about? Just like literally everything. I, my friends love Jesus, uh, but we were just in different places in our life. And so those were other things to evaluate. But other than that, they were just pretty awesome people. And sometimes people, even if they're awesome, don't necessarily mesh together because of the season of life that they were in the season of life that I was in. So that's something that I needed to evaluate and make a decision on. I think the problem for me was really setting those boundaries and just accepting that they were in a different part of their life and then not necessarily understanding my part of my life, right? They don't understand all the kids and all the things (laughs) and we can't expect them to. And so where is that boundary? And that's where I got down to my really good friends and I'm super grateful for them. But if you 
if you are surrounded, and I'm trying to be very careful with my words, but if you're surrounded by people who constantly bring you down, or like if you have like something, an achievement, or you want to do something super big, ambitious, and they minimize that, or they tell you not to do it, that you need to evaluate that friendship. Like, how do you feel around that person ultimately? Like, discernment is real, and you should trust your discernment. And, and there's some articles that I actually would recommend, and I can put them in the show notes. When saying yes to God means saying no to friends, how to deal with toxic family members biblically. As a life coach, I actually, those are most of the things that I talk about is like spouses, spouses and communication and then friendships and how to like navigate that and how to create those boundaries without burning bridges. And those are some articles that I definitely, definitely refer to my clients. So where, so go where the people are. Where do we go? Okay. The first suggestion may seem obvious, but unfortunately it's also wildly overlooked. Wildly overlooked. If you want to make more friends, you have to go where people are. I know. You're probably like, absolutely not. Look at me. I didn't, you see what I'm saying? Then we got to get the rest and we got to brush our teeth. Like I totally get it, but we have to. We're not going to meet our people here in our home. Right. And we need people. So I know you're probably like, yes, it's, it's so much easier for other people to say, and it may be easier, less intimidating to just stay home and you don't know where to go and you don't know what to do. I am there sister. I had just moved. I have zero idea what to do or to go to the same old places. You've always gone. Yes, I'm in that situation, (laughs) but there's so many other options you can explore. For example, and I've done this and it's just a beautiful place, but these are overlooked sometimes. Church, a Bible study, a small group, the library, a book club. I've met people at the park, the gym, mommy and me classes. Uh, Maybe you homeschool your kids, homeschool groups, farmer's markets, real life. I've met some people, sports practices with your kids. Come on. How many of us talk to parents at the games? Like connect with those people. Work. Remember, it's work. A full or part-time job. Uh, a local coffee shop, um, an outreach at a different church, or just free community events in your area, school, field trips, just these little things is where you really connect with people that you seem to overlook that it's like, well, I didn't never, I never thought of that, but that's what we have to do in our thirties. Okay. (laughs) We have to meet those people in our seasons doing the things that we are doing. It makes a lot more steps easier. And so Sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes it does. So get out, go places. And number two, get involved. Okay. Of course, simply going to these places isn't enough. Unfortunately, you also have to get involved and get to know your people. And the best way I found to get involved and start getting to know people is simply to sign up to volunteer for things. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Like what, where, where, when, what my time, what kids. Okay. Here's some options and maybe they fire up with you. Okay. Join a team or a committee at church when you're ready. Volunteer to help with special church outreaches, like getting backpacks or collecting coats, school supplies. Those are super easy things. Volunteer in children's classrooms or to go to a field trip, join the PTA, help with the cleanup of a party, join a class at the gym, 
uh, volunteer at the hospital or a nursing home, you know, really, you could create a group like you could create like a mommy meetup Monday at the park at before nap time, right? I bet you many people will show up. That's an easy way to meet people. And we don't always have to get fully dressed up. We don't have to go through all these vigorous sign up things. But just remember the people that you want to meet. And so make sure whatever it is event that you do sign up or wherever you go, that's that's who they're going to be. So just kind of be aware of what kind of people that you want. Number three, reach out. I know this is getting heavy. This is getting heavy. Once you start to meet more people, and you find, let me take a sip of my coffee, and you find a few you think would make awesome friends, it's time to reach out and get intentional. Thankfully, this really doesn't have to be scary as it seems. If you've chosen some great people, then they're probably super nice and would love to be friends with you. They're probably in the same boat as you. So here's how we make that happen in reaching out. Find a good reason to get their phone number or email address. For example, maybe you take some awesome pictures of your volunteer activity and you offer to forward them to your friend. Most people won't find this weird. If you've already started building a friendship or if you've had a good reason or if you... Another example is if you meet somebody at the park, you're like, oh my gosh, our kids hit it off. We should totally meet up here again. And you get their number or their email or a friend request on Facebook, which brings me to my second point. If you're not brave enough to ask for a phone number, find them at Facebook. Like, hey, what's your Facebook name? Most people have so many friends on Facebook, followers, whatever we want to call them. They don't really mind having one more. And this gives you a very laid back way to get to know them and chat on occasion. Invite them to do something fun. Maybe there's a new movie coming out or a new canvas painting place. Maybe you want to go to the flea market on Saturday and it's bring your kids day, whatever. Something you've been dying to try. Ask if they'd like to come. Be like super chill. Bring the kids. Don't bring the kids. Mom's night out. Get hubby to watch the kids. Whatever it is, chances are they're going to be flattered that you invited them. They may not come, but don't quit. Work. Here's another suggestion. Get the kids together. Not just for a play date, but like maybe you can use that as getting to them and be like, hey, there's like this really, really cool shop and they're having like a really big sale at a clothing store and I'm going to take Jenny uh, to go try on some stuff. I just figured I'd let you know because, you know, super good sale and I, you know, I wanted to share it and then be like, if they open the door, like, yeah, I definitely need travel. Like maybe we could go together. Hello. There's so many ways to do this. And don't worry if you have to invite people a couple of times before they take you up on your offer because it's weird for them too. It's weird for both of you. Please remember that. It is weird for both of you. It is uncomfortable for both of you. That could actually bring you more together and, and people are busy. It may not be because they don't want to hang out with you. They may simply just not have the time or money right then. It may just not be interested in a particular activity, find another activity. Don't be afraid of rejection and don't completely give up. Those are just things that we have to just accept and flow with and work with in our season of life. And number four, make friends of friends. Still don't know anybody. Why not ask your current friends to help you expand your horizon? Let me tell you something. When I moved here, my Outer Banks friends were literally like, 
you need this friend, you need this friend. Hey, I just have somebody that's actually looking for a church. I know you'd be the girl to help her find her. Like literally like they were connecting me with people everywhere. And I'm super grateful for that. Chances are they know people. Okay. would be happy to introduce you or include you, especially if they're a good friend. If they don't, we need to reevaluate that friendship. So please call me. (laughs) I'm good at that. You could even arrange some kind of fun event where lots of women can bring their friends and all get to know each other. For example, a park, a zoo, a toy clothing swap, a book club, a Bible study, birthdays, parties, graduations, holidays, parties. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. A Norwax party, a Young Living party, (laughs) Osborne book parties. Anyone selling things like these would love to help you throw a party because it's a win-win. More income for them if you want to support their business because whether you agree with how that business is built, it's their business. It's how they make income to support their family, especially if they're a stay-at-home mom. We can't judge that. You can set your boundaries and you can say no, but at least you had opportunity to meet other people and probably free wine. Okay, come on. Free cheese, free wine, opportunity for friends. Let's look at the brighter side of things. Okay, five, find community online. While nothing beats having real life friends you can get together with anytime, thanks to the internet, people all over the world are more accessible than ever before. I am super grateful for the internet. I have met some phenomenal women and I'm in such great communities that just feed my soul. Though you may not be able to meet them physically, and if you do on a rare occasion, but with online video chat, it's a pretty close. Like My mentor who helped me with the program that I did to lose weight, when I finally met her from video chatting and texting and we finally got to meet, it was like we knew each other. Like it literally, it wasn't awkward. It wasn't weird. It was uncomfortable. Like I literally just sat next to her. Like we knew each other forever. It was the coolest thing. And it really affirmed that like you can connect with people in video chat. Plus it's a lot easier to find people in the same interest and struggle as you can. And it's an easier way to filter people out. You might want to seek out other women who love oils. You have kids at the same ages as yours and you struggle with depression. Okay. Who are dealing with the loss of a child who love running, who love baking or anything else you can think of. Those options are super endless and it's nothing to be ashamed about. Like if you love oils, you don't need to be ashamed that you love oils. You just need to find your people. And if nobody's told you that here, I am telling you that that's okay. That's okay. Cause we're not here to judge anybody. And number six, connect with old friends. Of course, while making new friends is always awesome, sometimes the answer is as simple as connecting with people you already know. Do you have any friends from grade school, high school, college that you've lost touch with? What about friends from a past job, volunteer experience, or interest-based group? Oftentimes, you can find people through a simple Facebook search and catch up with them, connect, reach out. Um, you could even look through friends of friends or even, you know, calling an old phone number to see if it still works and tell them that you were thinking about them. So listen, guys, I, I know it's like you're probably over here like breathing like, oh, okay. but at the same time, I know you're excited, right? Because these things are practical and they're not things that are making us go out of our way. We go to the park with our kids. We go to church on Sundays with our family. Eventually, we do need to volunteer once a month. Who's the girl in the nursery that's that's helping you? 
who's the other guest inviter, whatever it is. These aren't things that we aren't doing. We just aren't looking and we need people and we need to create that community again, the real authentic relationships because God never, ever intended for us to do life alone. He said to multiply. There's a reason he wants a lot of us. He loves us and we should love each other. And it creates protection away from the enemy when two or more gather together who believe in the same thing. And so I pray that for you. And if you still are struggling to find your tribe, even after listening to this episode, I have a free gift. I will link it in my bio, how to discover your tribe. It's a guide and just kind of some things to look for and some things that you need to work on yourself internally and make sure that this isn't a you problem because sometimes it can be. Let's be real. And just kind of filter that out and create a very clear direction and where you want to go when you're ready to find your people. I love you guys. And I am so excited to see what you gain from this. If you loved this episode, share it. You guys know if you follow me on social media, Instagram, TikTok's my, my thing. Um, I want to share it too. I want to I want to share what you found valuable in confidence and coffee and celebrate you. Right? Celebrate this growth in this new season whatever that is. So thanks for joining me today in Confidence and Coffee. I will see you next week. Did you enjoy that? I'd love to see you over at ashleyhammer.com where you can subscribe to this podcast and channel on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify or wherever you listen. And while you're at it, I'd love to see the value that you found in Confidence and Coffee. So drop the ratings, the reviews, and the comments. Plus subscribe to this channel and tell a friend too. I'd love to see you over on TikTok or Instagram where I keep it real in the reels. Make sure you tune in next time on Confidence.